Welcome to Landmark Worship Center's audio podcast. We hope that this message will inspire and encourage your life. So open your heart and mind and receive what God has for you today. And I know you'll hear a word that the Lord has given him. So let's, uh, let's give a hand clap of appreciation as it comes. Good morning, everybody. Are we awake? I am awake. I had my coffee this morning, and I actually had two shots of espresso. So we'll see what happens today. So um, we are blessed to be here this morning. We did have a wonderful time this weekend. Thank you, Sister Burke, for the invite, and thank you, Pastor and Sister Burke, both for having us this today to Sunday. Um, I'm not going to do any singing right now. I will be helping lead worship a little later on once my voice warms up. So you don't want to hear it right this second. But um, this morning, I'm going to talk about encouraging yourself in the Lord. Has anybody here ever had to do that? When you couldn't find anybody to give you an encouraging word when you were probably just down in the depths I've been there. I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like to have expectations of anybody. And then they all let you down. And you feel like you're all alone. So before I go to my scripture, I just want to say God is not limited by time. And I forgot to set my alarm because I am limited by time. (laughs) I don't want to go past about an hour and a half, two hours. There we go. God is not limited by time. God is not limited by the magnitude of your situation. God is not limited by impossibilities. If your situation looks impossible, God works with the impossible. He makes the impossible possible. There may be a time in your life where you can't find anyone to encourage you while you seemingly feel like you are in the depths of despair. That is the time when you might have to just encourage yourself. Encourage yourself. So, have you ever had a woe is me day? Or a woe is me week? Or a woe is me month? And... (laughs) A woe is me year. And you're like, God, what in the world are you doing? Are you, are you on vacation? Does it ever seem like God is just like, you know what? I'm going to the beach. And let you all just fend for yourselves because I've had enough of y'all. So therefore, just live with what's going on in your life. I've been there. And I'm like, God, where are you? I cannot hear your voice. I can't feel you. This situation I'm in right now, I can't even comprehend or, or, or really describe why I am where I am. Now, my, I, I think my favorite book in the Bible is Psalms. I love Psalms because when you read through Psalms, and there's a lot of them, and several of them are very, very long. 
you feel like you have been David at some point in your life. And David is, has always been real. The Bible talks about David being a man after God's own heart. And if you know all of the story of David, you kind of question that somewhat. You're like, really? This guy? This David? The one that put that man in the front of the army and had him killed just that David? But David's heart was after God. But all throughout Psalms, my favorite Psalm is Psalms 3. And he's saying, Lord, how are they increased that trouble? Many, that means there's a bunch of them that are after me. They say of my soul that there is no help for me in God. That whole passage is David crying out to the Lord. David having his woe is me. Lord, have you forsaken me? Have you really just like just left me here to die? Do you know that these people are after me like and it's a bunch of them and I might have caused the issue or I might not have caused the issue but you've left me. But eventually you get down several verses and there's a but. And he says, but thou, O Lord, are the shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of my head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he what? He heard me. Like I said, we all have our woe is me's. But even if you have a woe is me day, a woe is me hour, a woe is me week, and Lord help you if it's a woe is me year. But I think we all can say, but when you say but, your mind goes back to remembrance of the times before the moment right now when God showed up, when God brought you out of a situation, when God said, I am here. While we're in it, it's for sure what was be. It is the temper tantrum of the, of the moment. You're on the floor, you're beating the floor, and you're crying, God. I'm your kid. I'm your favorite. You said, you said in your word, and I thought you would, and you forget when God came through for you yesterday, and when he came through for you last week, and the other times you cried out to him, he came through. That next situation is the worst situation you could ever be in. And then the next one is the worst situation you could ever be in. And every single time it's, but God, where are you at? Have you forgotten me? Have you forsaken me? There might be some times in your life where you can't hear the voice of God. There might be some times in your life where it feels like God has forsaken you. But I would hope that we have enough word in us to sustain us in those times where it seems like you cannot feel him. You cannot hear him. Like he has just left you and he's on vacation. 1 Samuel 30 and 6 says, And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because all the people were bitter in soul, each for his sons and daughters. But David strengthened himself 
in the Lord, his God. In the Lord, his God. Romans 4.17, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. In the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. Now, we'll go into that in just a second. But David strengthened himself in the Lord, his God. When I read that scripture, something in me just rises up. His God, the God that I serve. So the God that I serve, I know the character of the God that I serve. I know what he's done. I know who he is. I know how he shows up in situations that seem impossible. And there will be times in your life where you will have to go back at the back of your mind and say, I might be where I am right now. And it might feel like I can't feel God or see God or he's not moving in my present situation. But you have to tell yourself, okay, self, do you remember back on November 1st? Do you remember back in September 3rd? Remember July 6th, just random dates, when God did this, when God came through here, when God came through here, this is his character, the God who shows up, the God who makes ways where there seem to be no way, the God that makes rivers in deserts, dried up situations. Can these bones live? You all know. He goes, Lord, you know. Why are you asking me? Well, then I need you to speak to those things. You say, you speak the word. You have the power to speak the word. Can these bones live? Well, yeah, the Lord knows, but he wants you to know. He wants you to believe that you have the power to say to those things that may not be as though they are. Question for you. If you had the ability to speak your own destiny, what would you say? Would you say, I'm poor and I'll always be poor? Would you say, I'm sick and I will always be sick? Think about it. Would you say, I'll never be able to do dot, 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 this thing. Would you say, I am not good enough? Would you say, I'm not talented enough or I'm not smart enough? Without a showing of hands, can you think of a time where you've spoke negative things to yourself or spoke negative things into existence and eventually you started believing those negative things whether it was something you said to yourself or what somebody said to you if somebody said it to you and you thought about it then you took that on and you started wearing that as well this is me obviously or you didn't feel great about yourself or you felt like you were in a season of what was me like you had done something wrong whatever the thing might be and so you decided to pick that up put it on and wear that that this is me or would you say, I am the head and not the tail? 
I am above and not beneath. I am a lender, not a borrower. I am more than a conqueror. I shall live and not die. All those things I just read to you, that scripture, that's in the Bible. And I'll, I'll put this on the little side here. If you don't read the word, then you have no clue what God says about you. If you don't read the word, then you have no ammunition to fight against the enemy. The battlefield of the mind is a place. I mean, it is a, it is a where, where dead bones just live. Because there, there's so many things that we have had to fight in our minds. And when you didn't re win the battle in your mind, it becomes a graveyard of things that you can't do. The things you can't become. The things that you are. And you start believing those things about yourself. The cool thing about reading the word of God is, if anything else that is spoken to me or about me or I believe about myself doesn't align with the word of God, I don't have to take that on. If you said something about me that was super negative, you look like a nice man. But what if you said something super negative about me? I don't think you would either. Missionary, right? Okay. That wasn't prophetic. Somebody told me that. <laughs> But what if somebody came up to you and they just, they just told you something? Something so simple. Some of the simplest things. You could walk around for a week and chew on that. The enemy just, just if I just get a foot in. I get in there and you start wanting, you sit your, at your job on, at your desk and you're typing away and all that thought comes to your mind. Am I really like that? Or does this really, and, and then you just, it just wears and, and just talks to you and you start believing, well, maybe I am. And that negative seed, y'all ever heard of Veggie Tales? I used to love Veggie Tales and I was like 30. <laughs> my, we're, me and my daughter both sitting there watching Veggie Tales and singing, all of us actually, singing little songs. The rumor weed, all the little things that you're just like, oh, that's, that'll preach right there. It has preached. But you get those little negative thoughts in your, in your mind. And I remember Bob and Larry having a conversation. I'm just like, okay. And he's like, and he felt a certain way. And I'm like, a tomato can feel like that. <laughs> but that tomato represented me. And it's funny little character. And I'm like, we do the same thing. We're all basically children at heart. But we take those things and we'll wear those things. For years, it will become you. And for the next 10 years, out of nowhere, you spent 10 years believing a lie from the enemy because you didn't have the ammunition to fight against that word. Psalm 139 and 14 says, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My soul knows it very well. Words are powerful. Words are so powerful that the entire world was made when God spoke it into existence. God said, let there be light. 
and there was light. Throughout the first chapter of Genesis, we find these words, and God said, and God called, and God said, and God called. Genesis 101, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God created something out of nothing. He spoke, and what he spoke became. When God said, let there be light, there was light. Before God spoke, there was nothing. So what I'm saying to you is God spoke things that were not as though they are. How many of you have had someone say something unkind to you or about you? Then those things that were spoken to you or about you became who you are. When that person spoke those words, life was breathed into those words when you accepted them as your own. I'm going to say it one more time. When that person or those people spoke those words, life was breathed into those words when you accepted them as your own. Proverbs 18.21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruits. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. That doesn't say death and life are in the power of your tongue only, or death and life are in the power of the tongue of those speaking to you. It simply says death and life are in the power of the tongue. That's yours or theirs. They speak it, you believe it, and accept it, life. You speak it, you believe it, life. So what do you do? You get a choice. You get a choice. So I will always be dot, dot, dot. Or, I will be the head and not the tail. I will be above and not beneath. I am smart. I am wise. I am a nice person. I am called. I am anointed. I can teach a Bible study. The simplest things that we don't, I know this is elementary, but this is what I felt, okay? I was raised in church basically my entire life. I'm age five years old, all the way up. My mom was in choir practice. I was under the pew sleep. So I know everything about church life that there is to know. I know what it's like being an apostolic Pentecostal. I, I know the culture of church. When you go to church and you've been in church all your life, church becomes family. So I come to church and it's not really just me and my mom and the church people. It's like pastor and wife are like my aunt and uncle. You're like my cousins. And like we're here because we see each other all the time. I'm at your house. You're at my house. And so we do life together for the most part. So when we do life together, when for the missionary over here says something to me, I look at for the missionary as someone who I trust, someone who might know me, some, whether or not how they feel about me 
they're closer to me than just somebody on the street or at work, whatever it might be. So church culture is more so what I'm diving in right now because church hurt is a word that's used a lot, but it's real. It is, it's real because we choose who to let in, who let close. And for just the apostolic church, I'm just going to say, we are all, for the most part, we're super close. And when your words come out, you may not, it may not seem like I took that word and held on to it. But I took that word and I held on to it because there's something that they see in me that made them speak this. And so I have to look at myself inward and go, is that how they really feel? Is that really me? Is that who I am? It could be your boss. It could be, it could be different things at work, whatever it might be. But when I'm at church, I'm here, and I can allow in a spiritual place, the building where God talks to all of us and we feel his presence, I can let a negative word inside the church destroy my life because I believe it. Or I can go to the word of God and say, this is what the word of God says about me. And if that word that was spoken to me or said to me is contrary, I'm going to say it again, y'all. If the word is contrary to the word of God, you do not have to accept that. You cannot hold on to that and live that because that is not the nature or character of God. God is love. He corrects, but his correction is not going to feel like correction all the time. Those negative words sometimes are just the enemy that goes, let's see what I can place there, what seed can grow. And when that seed grows, it, it doesn't just stay with you. Deuteronomy 28, 13. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And ye shall only go up and not down. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, be careful to do them. And that's the word. Psalm 13, 1 through 6. O Lord, or how long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemy say, I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. Then there's a but. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he hath dealt bountifully with me. Let's go to Psalm 3, 1 through 8. O Lord, how many are my foes? Many are rising against me. Many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation for him in God. Selah. But you, Selah, it stopped at uh, verse 2. Stop and think about that. Many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation for him in God. And he had to stop and think about that. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me. My glory 
and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord. <coughs> and he answered from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I awoke again. This is my favorite part right here. The Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people. Selah. I lay down and slept. I awoke again for the Lord sustained me. There is no better rest than having a good night's sleep when you have nothing to worry about. I go back to the character of the God you know. And I want to say again, the God who comes through. We're all human in here. We all have situations that we deal with. We come to church on Sunday. We try to dress up, smell good for the most part. We all got deodorant on today, right? We do the best for the Lord. We're here. But we all are here with all of our baggage from the week, from the day, maybe from that, that morning. But when we get into the presence of the Lord, we're worshiping. I can't help but whether the worship song might be or pastor might preach something that my mind goes back to the character or the nature of God. God is faithful. Despite the situation I'm in, God is faithful. That old, that not, was not old really, but that song, The Goodness of God, I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me in all my days. I've been held in your hand from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head. I will sing of the goodness of God. Why? Because all my life you've been so faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. So with every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. When I'm going through a situation, I can go back to that song and just say, your goodness is running out. It's scripture. It's running after me. So when I'm in the depths of despair and the enemy wants me to live there, to stay there, I can go back to, but all my life, you've been so faithful. All my life, you've been keeping me when I didn't know you were keeping me. When David says, I laid down and slept, then I awoke for the Lord has sustained me. Who can sleep when there's chaos going on? Who can sleep when it seems like everything is just going wrong in your life? And your mind is trying to figure out how to work things out. But when you can just rest. My wife says I can sleep through anything. And I have. I've slept through 
rain, thunderstorms. We had a huge, I don't know how tall that tree was, fall in our backyard, lightning poles falling down everything. And I have just, I like, sleep is a sport for me, just so y'all know. Like, it is like, I have Olympic medals in, like, taking a nap. Well, I think it comes from living on a busy highway all of my life growing up. Like, I've always lived on a busy highway, fire, trucks, whatever, police cars. I'm like, they just, I don't even hear them. If it's super quiet and, like, somebody sneezes, like, I'm like, what was that? Like, I heard that. Any other craziness, I don't hear it. She hears everything. She's up and about. Did you hear that? I'm like, I did not. Not that I don't have issues. I didn't say that correctly, but she was like, you got issues, yeah. (laughs) But there's been times in my life where it felt like it was just chaotic. That I just didn't know how God was going to do what he's going to do. So my, most of my worry is during the day. I don't let it worry me at night. There's been times that I've been woken up where God is speaking to me at night. But I can understand what rest is like in the middle of the day. When my mind wonders how God is going to do something. And I'm trying to figure it out for myself. And then I'm reminded the other times that God has come through. I sat there one time in my favorite chair in the living room. And I was reading the word, and my thought went back to when I preached this thing back in January. And I thought about the stones that the memorials that were placed. And those memorials represented all those times that God had come through. I started thinking about it in my own mind, all the times that God had come through. Each time was different, but each time was so significant of when I needed God to come through. And I had no clue how he was going to do it. And then he showed up in such a way that I could have never imagined. And like I said, sometimes we forget what God did yesterday. Miraculous. He he parted the sea and let us walk through yesterday. Now today it's like, oh my goodness, woe is me. God, where are you at? I have to remind myself. He sees me. He hears me. He loves me. If an earthly father knows how to give good gifts, how much more does your heavenly father? How much more? That is what I have to rest in, sit on, sleep in. When you think like that, even though the world may feel chaotic or your world may feel chaotic, when you just stop a moment and you start thinking about the goodness of God, the character of your heavenly father, you know how. He comes through. You may not know when he's going to come through. But sometimes that when you come to church on Sunday, you people raising their hands or they're running around or they're dancing and shouting. They may be in a desperate spot. But they might also be thinking about, Lord, I don't know how you're going to do it this time. But I'm praising you for how you did it last time. My mind goes back to how you did it last time. And since I know you're such a good God, I can sleep at night. Because the Lord will sustain. He will keep you in perfect peace when your mind is stayed on him. James 5.16 
Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. The prayers of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Your prayers, your prayers for others and your prayers for yourself. The Bible says the prayers of a righteous man are availing much. That's in the word. That's what you go back to when you feel like you're lost and all alone. That's what you go back to when you have to rest on something. You have to have that blessed assurance that you know, that you know, that you know that all things work together for good to them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. If we spend our time with our minds racing with all that is true, looks true, feels true, you're never going to accomplish anything. But you go back to the word and you start speaking and putting life to those things that you want God to do. You need God to do. Put it in his hands. Cast your cares on him. Still scripture. For he cares for you. Even if you don't have a present example, a real life example of somebody who's just good, a good father, the Bible still says God is not like man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he would have to repent. So you can't go, well, I don't have an earthly father, so therefore I don't know how to really characterize God. He just told you, I'm not like the man you may or may not know. Or if you have a horrible father or a horrible mother, I'm not like them. I'm a good father. He's here for, he's here for you. I don't know who needed to hear this today. And like I said, it's so simple. But sometimes God has to speak to us in the most simplest of ways to let us know that I'm here and I hear you. I see you and you can cast your cares on me because I'm big enough to carry it. I'm big enough to carry you. I'm strong enough to carry you. Single person, single mother, single father, kid without a parent. I'm strong enough to carry you. There's an old song that is, um, it's written by Donald Lawrence. And the title of this message is Encourage Yourself. But I'm going to read the lyrics for you. I love lyrics. I love song lyrics. I think every message I've ever uh, taught or preached, there's some song lyrics in it. But this song says, sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Sometimes you have to speak victory during the test. And no matter how you feel, speak the word and you will be healed. Speak over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Then he says, as I minister to you, I minister to myself. Life can hurt you so till you feel there's nothing left. But no matter how you feel, speak the word and you will be healed. Speak over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Don't let the enemy have a foot in your mind. Don't let them have an inch in your mind. 
when the enemy comes at you like a flood, what will happen? The spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against it. That's word. This word is so powerful. And as I said, I forget myself. I'm a preacher. And I'll be at home and I'm like, it is a woe is me kind of day. Give me the chips ahoy. Give me my coffee. And let me just, you know, my fig newtons that I love. Thank you for my fig newtons, by the way. They're almost gone. I've only been here three days. <laughs> but um, that woe is me time. When you can just sit in that thing and just go, you know what? Let's just have a good old depressing kind of day. <laughs> it's fall. It's cold outside. Why not? Why not? You know, you get nothing accomplished. God gets no glory. You get to just sit and just woe and woe and woe. And it goes from one thing to the next to the next to the next. To you're depressed and everybody else in the house is depressed. Now we're all depressed together. Let's have a party. <laughs> there you go. My timer. Speak over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. You have the power. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. Somebody speaks against you. I don't accept it. Because who I am is who God says I am. And this is who God says I am. So when you know, when, you, when you're a king's kid, you kind of know you're a king's kid, right? Timothy, do you know you're a pastor's kid? Okay. Titus, you know you're a pastor's kid? You got good parents? You shaking your head? Does that yes? Okay. <laughs> when you know mom and dad will do the most for you, when you know that they love you, when you know you can call them about almost anything, when you just know, there's an assurance that just kind of rests in you that everything's going to be okay. When you feel like the, the, the cares of this world are just after you, and you just like, I just don't know where I'm going to turn. When you know the character and the nature of your God, you can rest assured that you can trust him. There's a song that we sung this weekend, we'll sing it later today, that the bridge says, I saw the Lord, and he heard, and he answered. That's why I trust him. Not because God has never done anything for me. It's when I called, he answered. When I prayed, he answered. When I needed him to wrap his arms around me, he did. I know it to be true. The enemy has come to me way too late to say, no, God's not going to do that for you. Who do you think you are? I'm a king's kid. He's been doing this all my life. What are you talking about? What do you mean? My God shall supply. When you got it, you got that ammunition, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. It's not what I have. It's what he's got. It's what he's got. It's not within my power. But do you know who my daddy is? Do you, do you not know who I am? That's the assurance that I can rest in. That I serve a good God. And when I have to pull from something, I pull from what I know. I pull from the word. 
and I pull from the character and the nature of the God that I serve. So if you're going through any situation today that seems like it is so much bigger than you, you don't know what to do, you don't know where to go, where you can go is some old lyrics. I go to the rock of my salvation. I go to the stone. I hear Whitney Houston right now that the builders rejected. I run to the mountain and the mountain stands by me. When the earth all around me is sinking sand, on Christ, the solid rock, I stand. So when I need a shelter, when I need a friend, I go to the rock. God bless you. I pray that this word falls on uh, a good heart and you can rest in Jesus Christ that he is able to do exceeding abundantly and above all that you could ask or think. God bless you.